Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. Today on Brainstorming Plus Tax, I want to talk to you about how to protect yourself from tax scams or what to do if you or someone you know has been a victim of one. As the Canada Revenue Agency, or CRA, notes on its website, new tax scams are devised every single day of the week. And despite the cautionary tales which appear frequently in the media and the warnings by the CRA, Canadians continue with regularity to fall victim to each new and old tax scam and tax fraud. While Canadians are contacted every day by would-be fraud artists, there seems to be something about a purported communication from the tax authorities which make people especially vulnerable. Perhaps it is the fact that most Canadians are unfamiliar with the workings of a system with which they interact, in most cases, only once a year. It's also possible that they are apprehensive about the real, or rumoured, powers of the CRA or the federal government to cause them grief, and are therefore suggestible. Whatever the reason, it's often the case that even those who would normally be able to discern that what they are being told doesn't make sense seem to suspend their disbelief when dealing, by phone or by email, with someone who they believe represents the CRA. Now, while tax scams are a year-round activity, such scams flourish during the spring and summer, as tax returns are filed in the spring and then the CRA issues a notice of assessment to each tax filer. On occasion, the CRA will contact a taxpayer seeking clarification of income amounts reported or documentation of deductions or credits claimed on the annual return. Consequently, it wouldn't necessarily strike taxpayers as unusual to receive, at this time of year, a communication purporting to be from the CRA with a message regarding that person's taxes. Generally, there are two ways in which fraud artists prey on taxpayers. In the first, the taxpayer is contacted by email or text message and advised that he or she is owed money by the federal government. And in order to receive the money owed, the taxpayer must click on a link in that message. The link leads not to a federal government website, but to a dummy site closely resembling the actual CRA website. The taxpayer must then, in order to have his or her refund processed, provide personal and financial information, which can then be used by the tax scammer. The second approach, and one which has been used with great success over the past few years, is to falsely inform the taxpayer, this time usually by telephone, that he or she owes money to the CRA and that immediate payment must be made. A failure to pay, the taxpayer is told, will mean seizure of his or her assets or cancellation of his or her passport or social insurance number or other government-issued identification or even imprisonment. Further, such payment must be made only by wire transfer or prepaid credit card. This type of fraud has become so common, in fact, that many businesses which provide money transfer services have posted warnings on their premises to would-be users of the need to be aware of the fraud risk. There are, in fact, several things about such a phone call that should alert the recipient to the fact that it's not legitimate. First of all, if a taxpayer does owe money to the CRA, he or she will first be advised of that fact by mail, generally in his or her notice of assessment for a tax return file. Secondly, the CRA would never suggest or require that a taxpayer send funds to the agency by wire transfer or by using a prepaid credit card. Any payment of money owed to the CRA is made online through the CRA website, through the taxpayer's financial institution in person or online, or by mailing a check to the agency directly. Finally, any suggestion that the CRA would, or even could, cancel a taxpayer's passport or government ID for failure to make payment is simply ludicrous. 
There's almost no limit to the number and variety of scams and phishing attempts that are carried out using the CRA's name. New ones, which appear frequently, are usually identified on the CRA website. Unfortunately, many such scams originate outside of Canada, and this limits the ability of the CRA and law enforcement authorities to monitor or stop them. For the most part, therefore, the onus will fall on individual taxpayers to protect themselves through a healthy degree of caution and even skepticism. The CRA suggests that in order to avoid becoming a victim of such scams, taxpayers should keep the following general guidelines in mind. The CRA will never ask for personal information of any kind by email or text message. They will never request payment by prepaid credit cards. They'll never give taxpayer information to another person unless formal authorization is provided by the taxpayer. And they'll never leave personal information on an answering machine. When in doubt, a taxpayer should ask himself or herself the following. Did I sign up to receive online mail through my account? my business account, or represent a client? Did I provide my email address on my income tax and benefit return in order to receive this mail online? Am I expecting more money from the CRA? Does this sound too good to be true? Is the requester asking for information I would not provide in my tax return? Is the requester asking for information I know the CRA already has on file for me? Telephone scammers will often leave a voicemail with a phone number at which the taxpayer can reach them, and instead of calling that number, the taxpayer should actually call the CRA Individual Income Tax Inquiries line at 1-800-959-8281. Service agents at that line will be able to access the taxpayer's tax records and provide information on whether the taxpayer does indeed owe any funds to the CRA. As well, taxpayers who receive what seems to be a suspicious communication can report that online at antifraudcenter.ca or they can call the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre at 1-888-495-8501. If the worst has already happened and the taxpayer has been scammed, the Anti-Fraud Centre has the following advice. Step 1. Gather all information about the fraud. This includes documents, receipts, copies of emails, and or text messages. Step 2. Report the incident to local law enforcement. This ensures that police in that jurisdiction are aware of what scams are targeting their residents and businesses. Keep a log of all your calls and record all file or occurrence numbers. Step 3. Contact the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre toll-free at 1-888-495-8501 or through the Fraud Reporting System. Step 4. Report the incident to the financial institution where the money was sent, for example, a money service business such as Western Union, a bank or credit union, or a credit card company, or an internet payment service provider. Step 5. Victims of identity fraud should place flags on all their accounts and report to both credit bureaus, Equifax and TransUnion. Finally, the center also warns that victims of fraud are often targeted a second or third time with the promise of recovering money they previously lost. Their advice is never to send money to recover money. Ironically, the extent to which most individuals are now comfortable transacting their tax and financial affairs online or over the phone, and the speed and anonymity of such transactions has made it easier in many ways for fraud artists to succeed in their scam attempts. As ever, the best defense against becoming a victim of such fraud artists is by refusing to provide personal or financial information, and especially never to make any kind of payment, whether by phone, email, or online, without first verifying the legitimacy of the request. 
And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening.